Hi, this is Jim Trella. In addition to being the host of this podcast, I'm also an employee of General Motors. The opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the host and any guests, and not the opinions of General Motors. Welcome to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. Today I have the honor of talking to Donald Officer, regular contributor and author of the Gratitude Connection for the Center for Grateful Leadership. Don came to Grateful Leadership and Acknowledgement through positive psychology and before that via the humanist movement, which appealed to people who found the prevailing behaviorism and psychotherapy unsatisfying. Likewise, his experience as a teacher, entrepreneur, facilitator, and journalist reinforced a more meaning-centered approach to human relationships. For the past 10 years, Don has been delivering workshops in strategic thinking, the art of seeing the big picture in the moment. He has long been a systems thinker, concentrating on purpose and meaning, an orientation that keeps him curious, but focused and grateful. Despite these years of preparation, Judy Umless's books and emphasis on authenticity in every aspect of social life still came as a refreshing surprise to him something he discovered while interviewing her for the Positive Psychology News Daily six years ago. Now, happy to be installed and acknowledged as author of the monthly Gratitude Connection column on the Center for Grateful Leadership website, Don understands the central importance of positive emotions to the flourishing life which only grows with each new post. He stays current with the continuing evolution of positive psychological science, is a member of both the International Positive Psychology Association, the IPPA, and the Canadian Positive Psychology Association, the CPPA. He's a volunteer recording major social science researchers while editing accompanying text summaries for IPPA's work in organizational division pages. If Don has a cause, it would be to help turn our minds toward the development of authentic positive emotions in all our lives. Neuroscience, biological studies, Ecological research and even comparisons with intelligent machines are making this move of greater importance than we could ever have imagined before. Let's be grateful for that opportunity. Why don't you listen in while Don and I talk positive psychology and grateful leadership? Why don't you tell us how all of this led up to, you know, what you're doing now and really, um, you do the gratitude connection, correct? I do. I do. Um... I got very interested in um, positive psychology, and I, I trained for a coach for coaching for a while. But I realized, uh, for various reasons, because of things I knew and other from other areas, this was not where I would should could best spend my time. If you follow me, uh, not that coaching isn't important; it's very important. But um, um, I, I just feel my, my talents lie elsewhere. That makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, but I learned a lot from positive psychology. I still belong to both the Canadian Positive Psychology Association and the International Positive Psychology Association. Okay. I go to their conferences, so I keep up to date. I find out who's doing what. Uh, my old coaching uh, or training organization uh, still puts on public courses, and I, I listen in on them. And... Um, uh, Long story short, I was also doing reviews at this time, and I had a connection with McGraw Hill, and they sent me uh, a copy of uh, Grateful Leadership. Ah, yeah, yeah, and I was really fascinated by this. I thought this is this is this is where we need to go. And even back then, and I'm really interested in it still. I could see that 
we had left out the emotional element in so much of what we were now doing in our interventions, you know, like facilitation, like uh, coaching, like therapy even. Because mm-hmm. they're so interested in having everything being scientifically based. It's got to be, gotta be <laughs> scientifically based so that it's not dismissed by, uh, especially by business people. Uh, and that's fair enough. It should be. But we have to realize that motivation is a huge deal. And keeping your own motivation clean and on the right track is extraordinarily important. So you got, and, so you got a copy of the book. And did, I don't know about you, but when I got that book and actually it was part of the on-demand course that Judy was teaching, uh, things changed immediately. For me too, but not quite so quickly for you because I was already, you know, immersed in, in, uh, the new psychology, but I could see that this was important. Um, so I said, after I had done my review portion, I, I contacted Positive Psychology News Daily, whom I do I write for periodically. And I said, um, I've, I've got a book here I think you, you people should know about because it's really part of Positive Psychology. Uh, they agreed right away. And the editor there, who's very good, um, Catherine uh, Britton, uh, said, well, sure. Uh, so I contacted McGraw-Hill and I said, well, maybe I could interview the author. So they set that up, and Judy was delighted to, to do that, because of course she likes to spread the word. And um, we had a long interview <laughs> from, I think, the parking garage downtown, which was the most convenient time for her. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, um, I then sort of put this together, and I looked at some of the other Familiar areas, like obviously Robert Emmons and uh, the uh, Greenleaf, too, the uh, servant leadership guy. Uh, they all fit in nicely, and Emmons is definitely a positive psychologist and part of their whole environment. And, you know, I, I guess the rest is history, as they say. Out came the article. They did it in, the, in two segments because it was pretty long, but there was so much to talk about. And uh, I was in um, in New York in uh, a couple of years later, and uh, I met Judy, and we went for, we went for lunch, and uh, I she gave me a copy of um, a, uh, what's it called the acknowledgement book, <laughs> the full title, the power of acknowledgement, <laughs> power of acknowledgement, exactly, which I think is also a splendid little book, and, yes, and you know in many ways it's it's the, the gateway to grateful leadership, right? It's by acknowledging that you begin to appreciate. And that's another area that's part of positive psychology is is, is the whole appreciative inquiry area, Mm -hmm. which uh, looks at things from an organizational point of view. But it really also comes down to the individual, too. Yep, the key is to, and when you talk about acknowledgement, and a lot of people kind of get confused on this particular point, but it's the fact that you're not acknowledging the action that somebody did what you're doing is you're acknowledging the person and the qualities of that person that allowed them to perform the action and if you think about that just from a a positive reinforcement perspective what you're doing is you're you're telling people that the value comes from who you are and therefore reinforcing who they are so that they can do it again so that you know you're encouraging them to head in that direction 
That's right. And so often you don't know their qualities. You don't know what they're really capable of, right? Right. They've been, in, they've been in a role. They've been asked to do a job. It's part of a team. It's part of a, a project or whatever. And uh, you only see what, you, what that brings out. But if you acknowledge the person, they know what's inside. They know the full depth of their capabilities. And they will surprise you in strange ways. Yes. And great ways. And, you know, so much of management in, that we know, and this is traditional, right, is mistake-oriented. Uh, the manager steps in when something isn't going right. Right. <laughs> and uh, that's what appears in the uh, annual evaluation, which is sort of a downer. Uh, because no matter how well you're doing, it's those little critical points that always seem to stick in the back of your mind. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, uh, those can come out, and they should, but not in the context of, you know, you, you, you messed up again. Yes. That's just, yeah. And, well, you know that very perfectly well. But uh, it's, um, yeah, I, I think that's, that is extremely important. I'll say one of the things that, that I've had, I've got the opportunity to, I'm actually going to interview Rich Sheridan from Menlo Innovations. He's going to be on, on the show uh the recording is going to take place in, in about a month, but and we'll see when we can get it in. But I'm excited about that. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I, I mentioned to, to Judy before the, the call, sir, I talked to, to Richard briefly. And uh, I did an interview for um, I, IPPA, the International Positive Psychology Association, with uh, the people uh, at, uh, what is it, the Ross School in um, I guess it's Northwestern. Okay. And, uh, and um, they had written a book on compassion and bring, bringing compassion to the workplace. But it turned out they had done uh, some consulting with uh, Richard Sheridan and his company, and he was very impressed with their work. Um, that, by the way, is a book I'd recommend to anyone. It's called Awakening Compassion in the Workplace. Because sometimes, you know, you can't get to all those positive good things because people are are really feeling oppressed and down, yeah. whether it's imaginary or real. It doesn't matter. It's real to them. And, uh, okay. and, and it depends, of course, beyond, as you well know, well beyond which, which, the, the workplace situation. Sometimes personal lives are, are, real, are really hard on people in, in the workplace. Yes. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> so let's, let's go and talk about what is it, that you're doing for the Center for Grateful Leadership right now? I know um, I don't even think I could scratch the surface of the stuff that you're doing. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, um, I'm, I, I, I keep in touch with Judy regularly, and if I don't, she gets a hold of me. Um, <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm finding constantly breaking new ground with the columns. Um, but I'm really interested in this topic of, um, I guess, there's, there's four areas. Uh, that is the neuroscience of the, of the emotions and the fact that we have separated the rationality from the emotional and never the twain shall meet, right? Ever since, I guess, the 18th century. And, uh, but I won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> that can be for another time. Uh, yeah, yeah, another lecture entirely. Um, but it's, it's had a, it's paid, it's paid a price for it, as, as you well know. And, 
an element. I mean, gratitude is, is really the entry point to to recognizing, and we're hard on ourselves too, right? Uh, it's the entry point to to restoring that balance and, and to under, to realize they are not that separate. And neurologically, they're not. If you wonder where our thinking, our ideas, our arguments come from, they come from an emotional impetus, and they come from a way of looking at things. So, if you like, um, what would be the right word for it? Uh, must keep your your emotions clean and healthy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I think I know where you're headed with this. Yeah. Let's let's continue yeah. on that. that. Yeah. I, Gratitude's the way. In fact, there's a writer called David Desteno who's really nailed this. I belong to a book club where we concentrate on coaching issues, and they think this, what he's done is fabulous. He said there are three key, key um, positive emotions, which is another big deal to Martin Feldman, too. The first one, number one, entry point, gratitude. Okay. Okay. We talk about ourselves mostly now, but you got to get clean with yourself. Um, the second one, compassion. You've got if you can't uh, feel for what people are suffering from and where their issues are and so forth, and when their dignity has been offended, then you know you're not going to be much of a leader. You're not going to be much of a colleague. And the third one is. And this one is the trickiest one because it has to be distinguished from the negative side of this emotion, and that is pride. Okay. Pride of workmanship. Pride of, of, of believing that the job you're doing is important and that your contribution matters. And, you know, people can have the other qualities going for them, and we all know people like that. They have fabulous out-of-the-office lives, but when they come into work, a cloud comes over them because they just really don't care about it. And that there, yeah. And that there is one of the pieces. Yeah, I th I think it's great when you when you have somebody. Um, and I'm gonna try to boil it all down real quickly into just yeah. this. It's understanding who the other person is and what it is that it is about them that brings them to the job. For example, you know, as I've said before, people that come into here aren't just somebody to come and coming in to do a job to fill a seat. No. They have emotions, they've got a life outside of work, they've got a family, they've got all of these things that if you get that whole picture, you can understand better what's going on at work. Exactly. And you can turn, turn their performance around, you know, in a second. Because it, it's a mind shift. Uh, but they have to feel trusted. Yes. And they have to feel they can trust you. We'll continue our conversation with Don in our next episode. Don Officer's Gratitude Connection, along with many other resources, can be found at the Center for Grateful Leadership's website at www.gratefulleadership.com. Be sure to come out and see what's out there. Join if you're not already a member. I'm Jim Trella, and you've been listening to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. Remember to acknowledge someone each and every day.